Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 89, and my special guest, Sarah Hallam. Sarah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. It's a pleasure. Well, you're welcome. I'm so excited to get started with us today, but uh, first, you cover uh, Fort Worth, Tarrant, Ellis, Johnson counties here yes, in the DFW area. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing that? Well, our team has started with JPAR uh, February 2017. Mm-hmm. Been in the business since 99 with my father um, in Texas Panhandle. We flipped homes. I remember being a senior in high school, um, and just real estate was the family business, family talk. But we were also teachers. Um, right. And so that's where we've been. We started in 2017. Right. So you grew up in, with real estate, basically. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it's still going on today. You know, it's funny. I was looking at some, some of our most amazing uh, real estate professionals can come from teachers and nurses. Yes, right? that's, yeah. that's where I started off my career. Um, right. As a head volleyball coach uh-huh. and teaching, and then retired. Um, when I got down to Ellis County, had an opportunity and said, "Let's go full time." Let's go full time and do yeah. it. You know, are there some things in sports and volleyball? Mm-hmm. What, what amazing sport mm-hmm. uh, that translate to business? Absolutely, mindset, uh, mindset, uh-huh. leadership, um, perseverance, and work ethic. Right, I would say are some key um, things that I brought in. Um, you know, how to listen, be a good listener, mm-hmm. taking wisdom and applying that wisdom right. was another way of, I would surround myself with great coaches to improve my coaching and always learn and yeah. apply. So, yeah, there's all those, all those analogies from sports to Absolutely. business that, that I love. Well, so let's unpack it. You're having an amazing month yes. uh, coming into the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, your best year ever? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we have more than doubled our, more than doubled. More than doubled our last year. Um, we are set right now um, probably close to 15 to 20 million if we wow. finish strong. So, so, not if, but when. When. Yes, That's a good, when, yes. when we finish I strong. I did my numbers and when, yes. <laughs> there we go. So what do you attribute, what, what, did, what adjustments did you make? What things did you change in your business plan mm-hmm. from last year to this year that allowed you to double? I don't know if I changed anything. I just made it better. I knew where oh, okay. my sources were coming from. Uh-huh. Um, I knew what was working for us. Um, I knew when to hire and fire the right people. Right. Um, and then I just went and loved on people and provided a service. So I think it just is making sure we're always thinking outside the box right. and doing things that maybe not everybody else is doing. So, so you, you, in a sense, didn't change a lot. You just got more focused. Absolutely, yes. And I love what you said is you knew what was working and did more of it. Yes, that's absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. So how do you how, how do you primarily generate your business? Do, do you cold call? Do you referral? Do you have a combination of those? What? Sure. Um, we are heavily referral-based. Mm-hmm. Um, we love to uh, have a niche of Homes for Heroes in providing uh, service, which we know that teachers and police officers and firefighters are loyal, right. Right. as well as they're a great source of referral. So I always look at people... When I have a conversation, maybe not doing business with that certain person, but looking at people as an opportunity of extension. So when I look at someone, I'm not really, I'm selling myself to you, but I know that you're going to touch 10 to 20 more people, so I look through you. Oh, uh, what a great outlook. So so you're looking at the long-term value, mm-hmm. particularly of, uh, of every relationship in a Absolutely. sense. 
<clears throat> I mean, yeah. I know it's not just money. It's a relationship. It's, but yeah. but in terms of the business component, there's a long-term value of every relationship. Absolutely. It's not yeah. just a transaction. Never. Yeah. Yeah. I was taught with my grandfather being a farmer and my other grandfather being a preacher and my dad still being a teacher by choice. Uh-huh. Um, but in real estate, self-made millionaire, by giving the shirt off your back. And right. don't expect anything, and you'll be uh, blessed in return. Right. you got audience. a preacher, teacher, and a farmer. There's nothing like it. There you go. <laughs> you got it all covered. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and saw it daily. Yeah. And still live it daily. What they, they taught me. So those things they taught you, like mm-hmm. what are the key things that you've carried forward? Mm. That work ethic is a daily mindset of you've got mm-hmm. to get up. Um, you got to sow the seeds and the uh-huh. farmer and, and know that you've got to cultivate them and love on right. them. And it takes time. Mm-hmm. And that if you expect it quickly in this business, you're probably going to be disappointed. Right. So I learned that when we cultivate and love on people, your blessings will all of a sudden be in the next month and months to come. And you see all your work. And that's, you have to be patient in this business. Yeah. And so if you expect it quickly, it's really difficult sometimes and frustrating. Yeah. You know, Sarah, for me, that's so important because I see so many folks, you know, they get a lot of business and then they stop doing the, they stop sewing mm-hmm. and then they have no business. And so they have this up, down, up, down business. Mm-hmm. You've been able to more normalize it. Absolutely. You know, talking with relationships when I'm out in public, we talk, how are you? You know, I get right. to know the person and get to know their values and their love and their kids and what sports and being approachable and human and not always being in sell, 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 but providing a right. service and showing results is a key thing. Right. So I, I really post a lot on results and our mm-hmm. service and being out there. And, you know, we provide things up front, you know, investing in your business. Right. I, I thought with JPAR, the first thing that I heard JP say back when I first joined was swag. And I've oh, yes, always right. said yeah. that set, that set really home to me because spend money and, and invest in your business was something that I didn't quite understand, but I knew I had to do. And then having a work ethic, attitude, and game, well, that naturally came with right. being competitive and coaching. So um, I think you always have to invest, and I invest right. in others when I expect nothing in return. Right. You know, something you said really resonates, and I think the audience should pick up on this, is Google just did a uh, research that basically shows why they hire real estate agents is trust and results. Yes. Trust and results. It's not about the brand. It's not about all these other things, but trust and results. And so you emphasize that you promote your results. And how do you do that in a way that doesn't seem, you know, braggy or flashy or... Yeah. Um... I post with just talking about it, and we did, one comes into mind, uh, it was a canceled listing that we have in a specific subdivision, Right. Um, and I worked that subdivision, and that homeowner was getting frustrated with her listing and came to one of our open houses, didn't know her, but I was doing a phenomenal open house, got a call. Um, she came to us, said, I need help. My instinct was Thursday, she called us, Friday we were restaging, that night we had pictures, and we're under contract in a couple of weeks. It wow. was showing. It's not talking. Mm-hmm. It's doing. Um, and I think that that becomes the trust. Communication is key. Right. Um, that builds the trust. But with that, I think you got to. You can't just talk the game. You got to. You got to do what you, you say you're going to do. And so, yeah. what I just heard too is you take massive action. Uh, yes. You, you didn't let the grass grow under your feet. I mean, you got into action. Yes. And moved and showed uh, your professionalism and 
yes. executed your system. Absolutely. It became natural. And the baseball hat, no makeup, T-shirt, and, and it was in there getting it done. And <laughs> So I think that that says yeah. a lot. You don't have to always be yeah. makeup and hair done. I think that they people like you to be human. Yeah, you don't have to too. be the glamour shot every time. Mm-hmm. Well, so um, what would you share with the audience about being successful in this business? Well, I think, again, it takes patience. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest thing for me, and I have a wonderful teammate that's been through this since day one. She was actually my past client. Right. Um, I see, I always look and turn negative into positive. Okay. I always see value and, and promote that. And I'm, ends with Reese. Um, she is my licensed assistant. Right. She's also our buyer's agent. Um, I would say that our growth is she is my biggest fan and I'm her biggest cheerleader. And I have put that in place with anybody I come across because initially I want my clients, my past clients, any of my relationships to be my biggest fan. But before that, I'm their biggest cheerleader, whether it's their cheering for their kids on on the sports, that my daughters, whatever it is. If it's their business, I promote others so that they become my biggest fan. That's awesome. That's amazing. And so as you've developed that, you you basically have a growth mindset. Yes. You know, this mindset that, you know, every failure really is an opportunity. Every yes. mistake is a way to improve. Did you develop a growth mindset naturally, or mm-hmm. or did did you have to work at that? Um, I always question that. That was, you know, I always ask certain people, especially my husband, when you have the analyticals and you have the ones that are just common sense. Are you born with it? Right. Or are you taught? You know, did you learn it with right. your parents? I really think that the growth mindset has been taught in my family. I've mm. had some great role models with my mom and my the matriarch, um, right. especially the men, um, just mm-hmm. by showing that you work hard. Um, and it doesn't matter, again, what you don't expect a whole lot, and I right. promise blessings will come, and I think that's been taught. Um, and then I have pushed that as my why as my daughters. Right. They go with me. They help stage, they awesome. clean, they vacuum, uh-huh. and I think that's another trust right. that a lot of my clients really appreciate is that I'm showing my daughters how to work in the business, too. Yeah, your, your work ethic. Absolutely. Now, with uh, sports, though, th- that had to be part of your growth mindset, too, because you didn't win every game. Right. Right, I'm assuming. Right. No, we uh, didn't. Yeah. <laughs> And, and so that, that came as part of your sports background as well, whether it's sports or yeah. band or theater. You know, they all have Absolutely. To elements. compete. Yeah. Um, you know, I always, I hate to lose. I want to always be the best. And right. if not, I want to figure out who is the best, make sure I'm surrounded by the best, and then mimic, um, yeah. and then add to, don't change the will, but listen. Um, I think you have to be a, a good listener of wisdom. And sometimes being quiet and watching is the best way to yeah. grow. Um, and so, yeah, in sports, I can remember the day looking around, not being fulfilled as a head coach, but seeing all the accolades and all the awards that I had gotten in Coach of the Year and, and knowing that there was more out there. Um, and going home, my husband said, just go do it. And six weeks later, I was licensed and went in and resigned from a great job. Wow. And by faith, um, I had a goal. I was mm-hmm. coaching freshman girls basketball in the morning and showing houses in my conference period. And I had knew when I was going to have an executed contract and closing. It was the last week of my last year of coaching that I had my first closing. And then in return, marriage is a motivator. I think you have to surround yourself with right. the right people. So was that scary? You know, it, it can be. 
um, again, it goes back to my my parents and my and the people that I had around me mm-hmm. was a huge part of that. That they were my biggest cheerleaders. So yes, it was, but I knew I was going to make it work because I there was no other choice. And you were surround you had surrounded by this uh, support mm-hmm. uh, mechanism, support group. Mm-hmm. Now. When you started and you you took that leap of faith, uh, I'm assuming it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. And was there ever a time you just said, well, "I'm going to go back to coaching"? I mean, this is I'm going to throw in the towel. Good, good question. No, um, because I purposely would tell people, and because they knew I was good at what, I, well, you can go back. I said, "No, I'm retired," and they're like, "You're too young to be retired." I say that with purpose because uh, I a, knew a, that it was a mindset. mindset. Yeah, okay. it goes back to the mindset. I'm retired. I'm retired, and and. Um. I never that that would make and remind me to keep going forward, and, and I love and have the passion. You gotta have passion for what you what you want to do, um, and I truly have passion for people. Right. Um, this career has made me younger, um, right. control of my time. I look at being able to be a better mom and a better wife at home, mm-hmm. um, and then also it creates opportunity. You right. know, when, when financial teachers do things, but maybe the financial is not always there. And so, yeah, I'm retired. You're retired. I love (laughs) it. What a great mindset. I'm retired. You know, it's like Cortez, you know, burning the ships in Mm -hmm. a sense. You know, he burnt the ships. There there ain't no going back, right? (laughs) Not not going back. Well, so I've uh, really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit and sharing your story. Mm -hmm. As we wrap up this episode, is there any last-minute words of wisdom uh, that you want to share, anything that we didn't cover that, that the audience would get value from? Yeah, I would say uh, look at everything as an opportunity, whether it's negative, whether it's positive. Um, there's always something to gain, um, and growth mindset is huge. And, of course, surround yourself with people that are your, that are your biggest fan. And in return, before that, mm-hmm. you need to be their biggest cheerleader because that is huge in my business, uh-huh. is making sure that service above else is, is number one. Think yeah. outside the box and do and do things that maybe not everybody else is doing. Yeah. Be a little creative, be a little innovative. Yeah. And when the, when the person in front of you is the most important, Absolutely. then everything else kind of it falls into place. Falls into place. Thank well, you, Mark. Thank you so much for Absolutely. joining us today. And we'll see you soon on another episode of Success Superstars.